Live from the Business Radio X studio inside Renaissance Bank, the bank that specializes in understanding you. It's time for North Fulton Business Radio. And hello again, everyone. Welcome to another edition of North Fulton Business Radio. I'm John Ray. And folks, we are broadcasting from inside Renaissance Bank in beautiful Alpharetta. And if you are looking for a bank that is big enough to handle pretty much any need you can throw at them, but small enough to do it in a personal way, well, Renaissance Bank could be the bank for you. It has been for me, and I'm speaking from experience. So if that's something you're looking for, uh, and you're looking for a better banking experience for your business, uh, go, go to renaissancebank.com and find their local office and give them a call. I think you'll be glad you did. Renaissance Bank, understanding you, member FDIC. And now I want to welcome Dr. John Webster. John is with the Roswell Health and Injury Center. Dr. Webster, thank you. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. Hey, it's great to have you. Let's talk a little bit about you and your practice. How are you serving folks out there? Well, I'm an experienced chiropractor. I've been Mm -hmm. doing it for 38 years, and uh, my wife keeps calculating uh, the number of patients I've helped, and the number is over 18,000 now. Wow. And uh, as far as chiropractors, you know, the main thing we do is give adjustments to realign the spine, restore Mm -hmm. normal motion, and relieve pain. Mm -hmm. And she estimates that I've given over 750,000 adjustments in my career. Wow. And I'm just very, very thankful for that, you know, Mm -hmm. and and by far most patients just get great results. Every once in a while, we'll have someone that doesn't respond. And and I have, uh, I have medical providers that I refer to neuro, uh, neurologist, orthopedic surgeons, pain management, but uh, overall it's been a great life and I'm just very happy to be a chiropractor. Wow. That's what a great story. Uh, uh, Talk about why chiropractic for you. I mean, what, what did you? Okay. What what drew you into this it was, line of work? It was quite a surprise. I, uh, as a young man, I uh, was struck with kidney stones, and this is sounds it's going to sound a little far fetched, but it, the, the you know like uh, Churchill said, the truth uh, crushed to earth will rise again. Mm-hmm. So this is the truth. So I was um, I was doing electrical and plumbing work. I was out of high school, and that was my trade. I was go- I was enjoying that. I could do the wiring and plumbing on someone's home. Um, and out of nowhere, I'm struck with kidney stones. My right kidney begins to produce uh, kidney stones that are like sand spurs, and I can't pass them. So I find myself in the hospital twice a year, and they put me to sleep and go up in me and pull the stone out with a basset extraction device, which, of course, is very painful, embarrassing, Ugh. and everything. Mm-hmm. And so I go to one neurologist, a urologist after another, and I wind up in the um, Medical University of Charleston, South Carolina, which is supposed to be one of the best ones. And after three years of their treatment, uh, John, they said, well, you know what? Your right kidney is not working and there's nothing else we can do about it. We're just going to keep doing this until, you know, it stops on its own or we have to take it out. Your left kidney's fine. It's just your right kidney is like a failure to thrive. Mm. And so um, for the most part, I was healthy I was, and I could do anything I wanted to. I just had this chronic, constant pain in my, in my right side and down into my groin area. Very embarrassing. And so um, I was talking to my dad, who was my mentor and best friend, and he said, have you thought about a chiropractor? And John, I'm sure I laughed. You know, what can a chiropractor do for kidney stones? Because I have no back pain. Mm. And that's a key part of the story. You can have nerve damage and not have back pain. 
So anyway, I go to the chiropractor. He begins to educate me on the importance of the spine and how it affects the nerves. And if the spine is damaged or twisted or jammed, it can put pressure on the nerve. And it interferes with that nerve's ability to carry impulses from the brain to whatever part it goes to. Mm-hmm. It's just like a, just like an electrician. It's like having a short and, you'll, and a circuit, then and your dryer won't run. Right. So he began to explain these things to me, and he took x-rays, of course, and he began to adjust me. And, and after several months of chiropractic care, this relentless pain I always had in my side and down into my groin area began to disappear. Mm-hmm. My, my urinary function uh, returned to normal. Wow. And, uh, and, and I went back to my urologist and, uh, you know, they began to check me and they said, well, we don't understand it. You know, what's happened here? And so I mentioned chiropractic to them and the guy, you know, he just kind of rolled his eyes and that's, that's their mindset in some ways. But, uh, it's been, well, I just turned 67. So it's been that long and I've not had another kidney stone since then. Wow. So I, so I'm sitting in his office and I'm, he begins to work on me. And this is a, another life story, but I, uh, my family had never really been to college. You know, we mm-hmm. were we were uh, farmers and trade people, blue collar mm-hmm. workers, car mechanics, plumbers, electricians, mm-hmm. and college was just not something we did. We did tech schools, and so he begins to work on me. Uh, you know, John, you should be a chiropractor. It has helped you. It has changed your life, and you should go. And of course, you argue for your limitations sure. too often. Right. Finally, he got through to me, and I'm sitting in his office one day, and boom! I decide, you know, I get this amazing feeling. Over me that, you know, this is my calling and this is what I should do. So I, I wow. made that decision and uh, never never look back. It's been a great time. Wow. What a great story. Yeah. Um, well, you see, you, you've really, that story gets at the misconceptions that people have about chiropractic, right? I mean, they Absolutely. think about, uh, well, I was in an accident, so, you know, I need to get my spine adjusted or whatever, it, yeah. right? It's, it's real kind of personal injury oriented that I think is the way a lot of people think, right? That's true. That's true. And, and if I can go back to that, yeah. you know, I kept questioning the chiropractor, you know, how did my spine get out of alignment? What made that, what made that vertebra twist? And he showed me which one it was. And the way he explained it is that the way it was twisted, it was affecting the nerve to my right kidney, but the nerve to my left kidney was unaffected mm. the way the vertebrae had twisted. Mm-hmm. And he made me think, oh man, when I was 16 years old, I was playing football with some friends of mine in the country and uh, we were playing in a cow pasture, no, no paddings at all. And the captain of the football team was on the other side and they were killing my team. And so my ego got in the way and I said, you know what? You're not going to make another touchdown. And so here comes this guy running at me. And at that time, I'm that big around. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, he knows exactly what I'm going to do. And somehow his knee winds up in my lower back. Mm-hmm. And I go on the ground on my stomach. Mm-hmm. I can't get up. I crawl over to the edge of the field. And my parents come and get me and take me to the emergency room. And I saw him on crutches for a month. Yeah. And then the pain goes away. So I, I assume I'm okay. You know, if there's no pain, we assume we're okay. Right. Three years after that. I had the first kidney stone out of nowhere. Now, there's no kidney stones in my family. It is not hereditary. Nobody in my family has ever reported a kidney stone other than me. Mm. So he, he helped me to understand that that injury, talking about injury, that injury to my spine from a sports accident twisted my vertebrae, and it took time for that nerve to get so weak that the kidney could not get the information it needed from the brain to function as it should. And that's exactly the anatomy in the human body. You know, I can... I can just bore you to pieces with autopsies and research that I've known and taught about how, you know, the spine and the nervous system are intimately connected and you cannot injure your spine without it also damaging the nervous system. And most of us take an Advil or a Tylenol or whatever, or, or keep on going 
And but that injury will show up eventually, sooner or later, perhaps in another way, like mm-hmm. it did, like it did for me. Right. And so, so injury is so important, and there's nobody that needs a chiropractor more than somebody who has been injured. Again, there's study after study after study that you know everybody fears arthritis as they get older. The leading cause of arthritis is trauma when you're younger, and and, and trauma. I just you know car accidents. I, I do I do a lot of um, expert testimony and, and jury trials. I go to court frequently mm-hmm. because I do a lot of personal injury work. And uh, the research is there. Trauma, like a car accident, if you don't reset that spine, realign it, rehabilitate it properly, you're going to have arthritis. The discs are going to decay. You're going to develop spurs. You're going to have pinched nerves and you're not going to be happy. Right. That's just how it is. Um, that said, it doesn't have to be uh a misalignment in your spine does not have to be necessarily caused by some sort of uh, trauma, right? It, or or injury. I mean, it can happen um, naturally in some ways, right? Do I have, do I have that right? Well, the biggest thing that um, that I see today is a misalignment of the neck is people on their smartphones. I mean, if we're if we're talking about <laughs> bad habits, right? I mean, there's hunched over. Oh man, you know, yeah. an ideal posture is where your ears are over your shoulder. That's how it should be. Mm. If you look at any anatomy chart, the back view and the side view of the skeleton. From the back, you're supposed to be in perfect alignment. From the side, your ears should be over your shoulder, over your hip. And Hans Selye, medical doctor, done a, got a, a Nobel Peace Prize, and he did the research on it. When your spine is in perfect alignment. The muscles don't work that much because you're balanced. And mm-hmm. that means all the energy and information from the brain can service your organs and glands and the healing process. Mm-hmm. But the more, the more your muscles take energy from your brain and nervous system, the less energy goes to the organs. And that's people who are humped over, you know, sitting is the new smoking, they say. And the more, pe- the more we hump over and the more we slump forward, it affects brain function. It affects cardio and, va- um, and lung capacity. And again, there's all kinds of studies out there. The American, um, uh, uh, not, I'm sorry, the Geriatric Society, the American mm-hmm. Geriatric they focused on senior citizens. Mm-hmm. And uh, they did two nationwide studies, which I have. And people with this hyperkyphosis or forward head posture, they, they, uh, this research says that they die prematurely. Because of heart disease and lung disease. Oh, wow. So to your audience, I would say, you know, slump over really bad right now and try to take in a deep breath. And, you know, you can't do it. Where you can sit up straight, your lungs have more room to expand. And the same thing for your heart. Your heart needs to expand to take in the blood. But if you're always compressing it, you're not, you're putting strain on your heart. So if you want to live longer and be healthier, get your spine in better alignment and keep, keep the organs functioning better. Dr. John Webster's with us, folks, with the Roswell Health and Injury Center. You can't see me, folks, but I've been adjusting my, my <laughs> posture here while he's talking. I saw that. <laughs> Straightening up over here. Uh, uh, but uh, no, let's, let's talk. Chiropractic is no different than other uh, medical disciplines. It changes over time, right? I mean, the research and and so forth and your method methods of treatment change right absolutely talk about that okay so in 1895 is when uh, there was a there was a guy named uh dd palmer and he was uh, everybody says the first chiropractor and this is right before x-ray x-ray was, was discovered in 1895 but dr palmer had he was he was the outside the box thinker you know traditional medicine was doing what they did at that time and he he just kept thinking, you know, the, the brain has got to be, um, you know, the, the main organ and how does the brain communicate with the body? Well, it does it through the nerves and where are the nerves? Well, they're in the spine. And so 
as as the uh, story goes, he's in his office and he and he was trying different methods back then. But he's in his office and the uh, janitor comes to clean his office that night, and the janitor's name was Harvey Lillard, and uh, and Mr. Harvey, Mr. Lillard was uh, almost dead. You had to yell at him for him to hear you. And as the story goes, um, Dr. Palmer said, well, you know what, how did that happen? He says, well, I was, I was working, I was bent over, I was in a corner, I felt something pop in my neck, and I noticed that my, my hearing just began to get worse and worse. And so, and, and again, you know, this is one of those stories that you, it may sound a little far-fetched, but the, the, the facts prove it. And so uh, Dr. Palmer examined his neck, didn't have x-ray, but examined his neck, and he found what he called a lump in this neck area mm. and, and, um, and, and he touched it and it was very painful. And so, um, uh, Dr. Palmer said, well, would you mind if I just maybe tried to put it back in place gently? And, and the janitor said, okay, yeah, let's do it. And so he did it. And of course there was an audible and, and, uh, and they didn't notice anything in the beginning, but the janitor came back to him later and said, you know what? I don't know what happened, but my hearing is better. Mm. My hearing is better. So, you know, Dr. Palmer said, well, I found a cure for hearing. And so he, he didn't know what he had. Mm-hmm. And so people started coming in for that. And of course, he found out, you know, they didn't fix everybody. Right. And so as the research has proven, and this is the key point, because I, I take care of a lot of children. A lot of children have ear infections. The reason a child may have an ear infection is because their station two blocks and the fluid behind the ear drum can't drain into the back of the throat the way God made it. Mm. Well, there's a nerve that controls that station tube, and that nerve is in the neck. It's the fourth cervical nerve in the neck. And if that nerve is under stress, mm-hmm. it causes too much input into the station tube. The station tube is circled with muscles. And so if that muscle tightens around the tube, the tube blocks, the fluid backs up behind the ear. And of course, that's when the, the pediatrician will, you know, do antibiotics or put tubes in the ears to sure. drain the fluid out. Right. So, so back then, Doctor, you know, Doctor Palmer didn't know the the anatomy behind it, but since then, it's been proven absolutely mm-hmm. a misalignment, or we call them subluxations in the neck, can affect the station tube, which drains the ears. So, um, so things got started, and the people started coming in for different reasons, and he found that a lot of a lot of things he could help, you know, neuromusculoskeletal, and of course, other things we can't help. Mm-hmm. But uh, and so, in the beginning, he was, of course, he was fought by traditional medicine, you know, because he was looked at as a threat. And up until 1917, uh, chiropractors were actually put in jail for practicing chiropractic. Really? Because, uh, oh, I could tell you so many stories because I've met some of them. Mm-hmm. And uh, I could tell you a lot. Of, there's no other profession in the world that has had to go through so much just to serve its patients. Mm. Chiropractors have been maligned, and I could tell you the whole history of it. I don't want to take too much time on the air, but back in, back in the 80s, five chiropractors sued the American Medical Association. And they sued them um, for, you know, interfering with practice because medical doctors would talk against chiropractic and medical. If you had uh, hospital privileges as a medical doctor and you anyway affiliated with a chiropractor, you could lose your hospital privileges. Mm. And it was all organized by the, you know, the leadership, the American Medical Association and its affiliates. So in 1987, Judge Susan Gitzendanner, a seventh court district judge in Chicago, Illinois, which is the home base for the AMA, she said, yes, the American Medical Association and its affiliates are guilty of a conspiracy. These are her words, guilty of a conspiracy to eliminate and destroy the chiropractic profession and its patients. Mm. I, ha- I have the court documents. Wow. And so, so of course, the, uh, the AMA and everybody appealed it. And so in 89, the appellate court agreed with the lower court. And this is this is uh, sweet. In 1991, I was in North Carolina. I was in North Carolina for 25 years before we moved here. Mm-hmm. So I was the president of the North Carolina Chiropractic Association. 
And uh, so that same year, the Supreme Court agreed with the appellate court that, the, uh, that indeed the American Medical Association, for at least 25 years, has systematically done everything they could. They, re- they restricted trade for chiropractors getting paid by insurance companies. They went into teaching hospitals and nursing, ho- uh, nursing schools, and, they, and they, they send the message that if you didn't have MD behind your name, you were a quack. Mm. And that's, that's the message. And, that's, right. and I've seen that in my practice years ago. <laughs> that's a funny story. You would think the educated people would have a little more open-mindedness, but I was in my practice years ago and a college, a local college professor, nothing against them, but he came in and, uh, and at that time I had a busy practice, had multiple uh, staff and, and we played, um, you know, patient education things in the office and, and, but everybody was happy because chiropractic is, you know, you don't come in, um, a lot of times in a, in a horrible, sick way, you come in because you feel better and you want to stay feeling better. It's a wellness practice. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I, I talked to this professor, and he says, I don't know if I want to stay here or not. And I said, well, uh, tell, tell me why. He said, well, you know, I walked in, and, and everybody's happy, and you got these videos playing, and, and uh, it almost feels like a cult. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's it. Those are uh, symptoms of a cult? Yeah, that's what, oh, he's, okay. he's, that's what he said. I said, sir, well, it's not a cult. It's just a place where you can, you know, get relief of your pain and feel good. And we have a lot of patients who come in for wellness because they want to stay healthy. It's not a cult, but, you know, I honor your wishes. And if you don't feel comfortable, then, you know, you certainly don't have to stay. Mm-hmm. And he left. And, uh, but yeah, I've had, um, oh man, I just don't want to go into a lot of negative stuff. But over yeah. the years, a lot of medical doctors have said a lot of uh, negative things. But now, but it's it's proven. It's gotten better. Currently in my practice here, I love my practice here. I have medical doctors that are patients. Mm-hmm. I have medical doctors that refer to me. And I, of course, refer to him. Mm-hmm. So all that stuff is in the past. You know, we all had to learn. Right. You know, and chiropractors have done some crazy things. And I know that. There's mm-hmm. every every profession has its fringes. Oh, sure. And, and, sure. Uh, and, and it, it would seem, it seems like, you know, the if one chiropractor messes up, it's all over national news. But, mm-hmm. you know, it, it doesn't seem like the medical profession uh, is held accountable like we are, but that's okay too. We're a growing profession, but it's getting better every day because of uh, information and sharing knowledge and the patients are the ones that benefit. And that's what we want. Well, the fringes always get the uh, publicity. That's for sure. Uh, folks, we're here chatting with Dr. John Webster. He is with Roswell Health and Injury Center. So um, let's talk about some of the problems, the, some of the conditions that chiropractic can address. Well, I think everybody knows that chiropractic is good for low back pain, and that's that's been the most researched uh, topic. And and I'm, and as far as research go, uh, you know, for years we heard that chiropractic wasn't scientific. I can I could just I could fill this room with research papers uh, that have been printed in mainstream medical journals that chiropractic is safe and effective, and usually gets people back to work at half the cost, and mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a tremendous savings. And really, those studies are out there, but you're up against uh, big business and and power and control. But the biggest reason people visit me probably is low back pain. Mm-hmm. You know, and you're, you have, uh, you have all the, you have the disc in between the vertebrae. You originally have 33 vertebrae, uh, some of them fused. So right now sitting there, you have 24 that are still moving. Mm. And those 24 have a disc, well, maybe except for the first one, but you have these discs, which are the cushions and the pads. And your L5 is the very bottom one in your back. And that's where most people have trouble is their lower back. Fifty-one percent of your body weight sits on the L5 disc, so if you can imagine that. And so I said before sitting, you know, whenever you're sitting on something constantly, you, the the pressure from your upper body continues to press on the disc, 
and the disc can lose some of its contents. You know, people have bulging discs, slip disc, herniated disc, protruded disc, prolapse disc, all those fancy words that different radiologists use. So that's where the most of it comes from. And they come to me, and a lot of a lot of times they have waited until it got bad, and so they've lost some of their spacing of the disc. And disc, in in one sense, is like an eraser on a pencil. If you let your disc go too far, it, it doesn't come back. Mm-hmm. And so there are you know there are times when a person has to have surgery or injections at least. But in most cases, when they come in. I'll notice that the space has gotten close together and then it's also gotten misaligned. And we also do a good case history like my chiropractor did on me. You know, what do you think you did? Tell me about any previous car accidents. Tell me about any kind of falls you've had. And almost everybody's had some kind of uh, injury they want to, you know, tell me about. And, And not every time, but often it's related to their current problem. And pressure on a nerve in your back, not just back pain, but it affects your legs. Uh, that you know the muscle tone of your legs, the strength of your legs is affected by the nerve supply in your back. As a man and and as, as a female, our reproductive organs have their nerve supply in the lower back. Mm-hmm. Your your bladder control, your bowel system, all of that is affected in your lower back. I mean, there's uh, a surgical a surgical emergency would be like if you have a true rupture disc and it hits the certain nerves in your back, you lose control of your bowels. So that's the ultimate example of how important your lower back is to your to your oh, bathroom. Oh wow! Yeah. So you want to and and people come to me and they they of course they come in for back pain and then in the course of time we find out well you know doc I used to have this problem used to have that problem and since it's been coming in it's gotten better. So the number one reason I is lower back. Number two I guess would be headaches, mm-hmm. headaches, neck pain. And again we're going to see this more and more headaches, neck pain because the more we look at a computer and the more our head goes forward, the more strain and stress on these muscles in the back of the neck and you're going to have muscle spasms and tightness and then a lot of people are going to have numbness and tingling in their hands. Nobody doesn't seem to understand if my hands are numb or tingly and I and I check my blood flow and my blood flow is good, like my hands are pink and warm, it's got to be pressure on a nerve in my neck. Numbness and tingling is pressure on a nerve, whether it's in your hands or your lower back. So we see a lot of that. And we see people, again, they they don't they don't come in when they should. And they by the time I get to them, they have a certain level of degeneration, arthritis, spur formations. And so we, we always give them you know, a program of care. We, we cater it to everybody's uh, special needs. I give people a ton of homework, I call it. Mm-hmm. I'll give you stretches. I'll give you exercises. I'll coach you on your nutrition, hydration. Another key point is hydration. You know, uh, we don't drink nearly as much water as we need. Your body is 73% water. 73% water. I'm glad you're taking a drink while I'm saying this. <laughs> 73% water. And, uh, and you know, we your skin evaporates water all the time. Every time you breathe out, you lose water. Going to the restroom, you lose water. And what, how do we replace it? Mm-hmm. With coffee or uh, uh, energy drink or something like that. And what your body cries for is water. Your disc need that water. A lot of people have disc degeneration because they don't drink enough water and gravity pushes the moisture out of the disc. I've had a lot of people get great results just by increasing their water intake. Mm. And so the goal that the one goal that I, I give to patients, and I'm not saying everybody can do it, but it's a good goal, and you should drink one half ounce of water for every pound you weigh every day. So I'm sitting here at 180, and mm-hmm. so, I, so I drink 90 ounces of water a day. Mm. And some people say, well, that's just too much water. I'll spend time in the bathroom. Well, you may in the beginning, but once you notice a change, 
like in the afternoon, a lot of people get an energy drop and they would reach for coffee or or energy drink. Right. Drink a big glass of water. Mm-hmm. You're you're losing your energy because you're dehydrated and you're and you're you need it for muscle contraction, nerve conduction, food digestion, and overall mental health. And I just I know I'm going on and on and on here. Yeah. Let me just touch one more point before yeah. I'm on, while I'm on water. Okay. Brain conditions, uh, Parkinson's, Alzheimer's, dementia, all those brain conditions. One common thing they have is inflammation of the brain tissue. Now, why would, why would the brain tissue get inflamed? Because it's dehydrated. Mm-hmm. Why is it dehydrated? Because most people don't drink enough water. And as we get older, our taste buds are not as sharp as they were. Mm-hmm. And water has no taste. And mm-hmm. so we don't, that's why people buy all the flavor stuff. But if you buy a liquid that has dyes or stuff in it, most likely it's, it dehydrates you. And you need to drink water behind it to, to replace it. So yeah, if you I mean if you have that kind of stuff in your family, you really ought to look at your hydration and start drinking some good clear water. Well, John, let's, I'm curious about just for a patient that comes in. People have heard what you've had to say. They they want to come in. What happens? I mean, what how, how what's the initial consultation look like? Okay, so the first thing I want to do is 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 uh, find out if you are a candidate for chiropractic care. So we'll, we'll sit down and, and it'll be a private conversation. And I'll ask you, you know, about, I'll, I'll ask you about your problem. I'll ask you when it started. I'll mm-hmm. ask you what, who have you been to see? What did they do? Mm-hmm. I'll ask you what makes it better? What makes it worse? I'll, and then I'll dig into your past about, you know, injuries because, you know, cause and effect. There's always a cause for every effect. And mm-hmm. so if we dig long enough, we'll find it. And then, and then, um, if it looks like you have a, a musculoskeletal problem that falls within chiropractic scope, then I'm going to suggest we do an exam. Now, the examination, I'm going to do range of motion, which means I'm going to have you turning this way and that way. I'm going to check all that. I'm going to check your nerve function, but that means your reflexes, uh, the sensation. If you have any kind of numbness or tingling, I'm going to check the uh, dermatome. We call it in the medical field. Mm-hmm. I'm going to check your muscle strength because the strength of your muscles is affected by the nerve supply in your spine. Mm-hmm. And so we're going to do all that. And then we will, uh, and we, and of course all that includes orthopedic neurological test. And then we'll do uh, x-rays and we, we take x-rays, you know, they're digital x-rays and patients sometimes whip out their phone and take pictures of them, or we can email them to you or put them mm-hmm. on a zip drive. We're, we're state of the art, yep. but we'll sit down and look at your x-rays and then we'll, we'll, we'll talk together, John. Like I say, you know, John, with you're having this symptom and you know, the, your, your clinical findings are such and such. And now your x-ray correlates with that. It correlates with your symptoms. So reason and logic says, you know, if we can open up those spaces and take pressure off the nerve, if we can realign that vertebra that's jammed, then your body's going to have a chance to heal and you're going to get some symptom relief. And then if we stick with it, we're going to open that space so it's not a dangerous uh, point to, you know, we want to prevent reoccurrence. Too often people, they'll come for a few visits and they'll feel better and then they'll get busy and or life happens. Mm-hmm. And then a few weeks later, they'll be back. You know, it came back. Well, you know, it's, it's, um, it's like building a wall. One brick sits on top of the previous brick. And if you don't, if you don't stay in behind it, at least for a little while, it will, it will close back up. So, but that's what we do. So, um, I found, you know, I found things on x-rays that others have missed and I, um, refer them out to medical doctors and so on and so forth. But we will put them on a program of care if they agree. Mm-hmm. And the program of care is going to be detailed or determined by, you know, their symptoms, how severe, what kind of trauma they've had, what level of arthritis they have. I have some people who, who have to come every day for the first week or two. Mm. And then, but, but most people can start off at, you know, three times a week or something like that. 
I have had patients come in for wellness, and a wellness person, again, it depends on their goals. A wellness person, once they see their spine, they typically need to come once a week, and there's research that bears that out. Clinically, um, if you already have loss of the disc space, the medical profession has done the research, and you can measure it under a microscope. Within two weeks, you can see the arthritis of that disc get worse under a microscope Mm. in two weeks. Wow. So your arthritis is not just sitting there not doing something. I, that joint is closing up gradually, and it can be measured. So this happened to me years ago. I, I ran across this in chiropractic school, and I thought, wow, you know, I've got injuries in my spine, you know, football and everything else. I need to s- decide where my spine is and what I need to do to keep my spine healthy. So for me, I chose decades ago that I get adjusted once a week. And so you can look at my x-rays now and how they were years ago, and my spinal column has not closed up. Mm-hmm. which is huge because most people will close up and that's why people get shorter as they get older and as they get shorter, they get slower mm-hmm. and stiffer and weaker and sicker. And it's because there's gradual pressure on their nerve, on their electrical circuits. Mm. And so all, all the, all the organs and glands and muscles are not getting the nutrition and supply they need. That kind yeah, of thing. Got it. Folks, Dr. John Webster has been with us. He is with, he's the owner director of the Roswell health and injury center. Um, John, this has been great. I can't imagine there are some folks that would like to be in touch, so let's tell them how they can get in touch and learn more. All right. Well, my office is located very close to North Fulton Hospital, Wellstar. I'm at the corner of Hembry, Upper Hembry, rather, Upper Hembry and Alfreda Highway. The telephone number for the office is 770-442-3343. That's 770-442-3343. And my uh, my front desk will take your information, and like I said, we'll we'll bring you to the office. We sit down and we talk about your condition, and then before any uh, exam or X-rays are done, we discuss the financial part of the practice. So mm-hmm. if you if you have insurance, my team will call and verify your insurance to mm-hmm. see if you have a deductible, copay, coinsurance, and all of this is explained to you before any services are done. That way, Got you it. know which no surprises at the front desk. And if you don't have insurance, if you're private pay, we have affordable care plans for that as well. Terrific. And the website's WebsterChiropractic.net. Yes, sir. Terrific. Dr. John Webster, thanks so much for coming in. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. It's been a pleasure. Hey, folks, just a uh, quick thought for you. If you're looking for a team-building experience that doesn't involve getting out in the woods and potentially twisting ankles or breaking bones or mosquito bites. You know what I'm talking about. Um, And it involves food. And I don't mean uh, like beans on the campfire. I mean, good food. Well, here you go. ANSCulinaryConcepts.com. Executive chef Andrew Traub, he and his team have developed a team building exercise that is terrific. You come in and they walk you through uh, cooking a meal together, uh, you and your teammates. And um, it's just a great way to uh, get to know each other in a, in a different kind of format and something that's unexpected. Uh, so give him a call, 678-336-9196. Tell him we sent you, or if you want uh, to find out more information first, go to asculinaryconcepts.com. And folks, just a quick reminder, North Fulton Business Radio, we're on show number 525, something like that. I mean, we just celebrated our 500th, 500th episode. We're, uh, wow, I still can't believe that. Um, we've only gotten this far because of your support. And the one way you've supported us 
is by sharing the show. When you've heard of great business leaders like John who do great work and their work deserves to be celebrated and you know of folks that uh, should hear the show, you, you sh- you've shared it. And if you would continue to do that, we would appreciate it. So for my guest, Dr. John Webster, I'm John Ray. Join us next time here on North Fulton Business Radio.